the Switch. I don't want to embarrass any of you youngins. You have Mario Kart I'm saying that we need. Unplugged. I think we legitimately need um, actual headphones so we can hear each other do our thing. Like, if we hear each other, then we know where the levels are and everyone knows how loud they are. And I was gonna say if we hear each other something. pretty fine. We're pretty close. Uh, what is going on, everybody? It's the F it's word. your boy, Big Facts, up on the scene, looking clean with the boys, V and G. How am I supposed to come up with a decent intro that is consistent when you keep interrupting? Kiriako, what's up, man? Just bring um, hype. Um, Kiriako, everybody follow him on uh, Twitter because he's got a new show. Um, it's uh, I believe it's called Boys Who Lunch, and it's a pretty oh. cool, pretty interesting show. It's I just ca- put it's my like, name out there. It's like comedians and cars. Uh, um, getting coffee, the, the Jerry Seinfeld one. Sounds about right. Um, and yeah, so everybody who's up right now, I would highly recommend you take a look at it. Um, but anyways, welcome to the F Word. I'm G, and with me is Anthony. It's your boy, Big Facts, actually. And my brother's back. You can say hello. Hello. No, not to the, not there. To like, you? They're there. I need you to speak into the microphone. Whatever. I can say hi are... to them too. No, you can for sure. What's <laughs> up, Parker? What's up, Parker? <laughs> Everyone follow Parker's Twitch. It's hey, his Parker. name. I promised him I'd shout him out on PlayStation. Is it good? Do you like it? Oh, it's okay. It's oh. better than ours. That's for sure. That's because you haven't done anything on it. I'm recording videos now. How many videos have you recorded? Like once a week. Are they up on YouTube? They're on IGTV. Oh, just IGTV. I post on my story. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. How's your guys' week? It's not bad. That's it. Pretty lax. I Pretty started lax. Uh, grinding again, and I'm eating a lot of food and just disgusting amounts. You're grinding again? Like, like working out. Like, and I'm trying to gain, like, weight now because I've lost too much, my mother tells me. Oh, Your mother? So, oh. so yeah, I have to eat, like, my weight in protein. It's just gross. Hmm. Hello. Shalom. What's up, Panayoti? Uh, Panayoti's movie is coming out at the end of the month. That is Freedom Besieged. A- By the way, Panayoti, I had no idea you knew of uh, or knew Jordan Peterson. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, that's all. Jordan Peterson is a he's a he's a clinical psychologist, but he has been doing tours around and talking about um, pretty much the world today, and you know about people and the the neo-marxism in society anyway it's all political and stuff he's canadian too so that's pretty cool nice um all right all right all right um so you said your week was okay your yes diet? i've been doing intermittent fasting this week i actually was doing that that's you really were? helpful chug um, water it helps you but like not get hungry if you just chug it see and so that's what i've been doing because i guess the way cravings work are that hey okay so two things i've Started intermittent fat intermittent fasting this week, and I've down to six cigarettes a day, which was down a pack of cigarettes about a month ago. A the day pack is twenty four. Pack is twenty five. Oh, so I went from twenty five to six now a day, and uh, but then there's this diet on top of it, which sucks because when you quit smoking, like it's legit. Like you really want to eat, you need, and it's, it's kind of a, a filling that time, filling the cravings kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I've been stretching it further and further. So the beginning of the week, I started eating at noon, and my cutoff is 8. So from 12 to 8, I can eat, obviously within reason. Then after that, I can't. 
I've now gotten it to one thirty because I just want to eat later in the day. <laughs> so I want to make sure that like, cause like nine o'clock hits, I'm like, I'm kind of hungry, but you know, it's the way that it goes. Plus with the smoking thing, it's just, it's been a weird week. It's been a very weird week. <laughs> um, okay. Let's get to some, uh, some stuff, some stuff before we get into the main topics. Anybody have anything else that they want to talk about? Uh, well, this isn't really a main topic. This is something that's really quick to drop. drop glass it. got like glass shattered in terms of reviews. Shattered as in good or shattered as in bad? Bad. Well, I've been saying it's you, all like, been mixed. Hmm. It's like well, it's like around fifty percent, so it is mixed. Hey, Amen. Oh. Have you ever done something and like when we like when we made our videos, let's say on a very smaller scale, there's a fifty percent chance that people are going to like it. Now we're trying to get above that fifty. It's really hard to be making movies, so the fact that it hit that fifty percent mark is not. Well, it's under fifty. Sorry, it's under fifty, but you know, it's not terrible. Like. When the benchmark for even, like for it's okay, is fifty percent. Yeah, you know that's not bad. I'm. I mean, I haven't seen. Well, it I think yet, I'd so. still like. I'd still see it. Oh, hundred percent. I'm seeing Dragon Ball next it. week, so I, that's my top priority. Oh uh, so. yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Have uh, you lost any weight with the fasting? I've. It's only been a week, so I can't. Uh, so, I can't say. I, from what I understand, um, it should take me about a month to really see a difference well i did it for like two to three weeks i don't remember how long i did it i did lose like a substantial amount of money it's like big big but like still like steadily enough where it was like okay this is cool like i think i went from like 175 to like 169 in like two weeks oh yeah so if you just do it like i guess right and just work out enough and eat well enough you'll do it see that's the thing though i'm not working out i'm you just can still lose weight like a lot of people yeah. do but they're like bigger yeah, like really bigger. So it's kind of like easier for them to lose without working out. For sure. Yeah. And I'm in this weird spot where I'm so lazy right now um, that I haven't worked out in a very long time. And I, I really want to get into it and I want to get into boxing um, partially because we saw Creed 2 not too long ago, but I've always wanted to. But like my dad's always been worried about me turning into Sylvester Stallone and like talking like him. That's why he never wanted us to do boxing when we were younger, <laughs> which I can understand. I mean, head traumas and stuff like that, but they all have the padding. Like, it's not like you see on TV unless you get to the big leagues, right? It's all... Well, even in the big leagues, they still, like... Most of them still wear that. In the Olympics, I believe. Yeah. But, yeah, you, they, you, they still have that going on. Yeah. Well, in lots of stuff. Still lots of stuff? Yeah. Not UFC. Which no. I feel like you should you would need it the most. Which you don't have it there, yeah. They just have the padded gloves. Um. Okay, let's get into it. No padded it. socks, though. Let's oh, get into shame. it. Let's get into it. I'm going to get a soundboard. I'm working on it. I just have to pick the right sound. Oh, like from iCarly? No. Like random dancing in there? No, no, no. So the old system we have, I can connect it to my uh, phone, and my phone has the connection for a sound app that I have. Uh, also, that equalizer app you sent me is not the right thing. So what it, that is is just literally like if you're worried if your basement's haunted, you can just press it, and it'll pick up sound waves um the one that you were you the, those that you sent me what you like what i was looking for i found but it's a it's a program on adobe where like on instagram you can have like the actual thing going on um the the, the actual wave graph going while you're while you're doing i it. tried finding it in uh on my like the thing i used like that's kind of like a mini adobe mm-hmm. i couldn't find it but if you let me know what it is i could go to school and like just mass make some yeah, I need, to, they have I need to find there. it. Well, it'd be great because then I could go back and just take a bunch of our old clips and just put them together in a one-minute clip and then, or at least take an episode and splice it up. 
Okay, let's get to the topics. Let's get to the topics. What do you guys want to start with? Uh, I don't have the list of Golden Globe winners, but we can bring it. You have it? You have it. Okay, speaking after this topic, I would like to mention the comment I received yesterday that made zero sense about Golden Globes. Okay. Do you want to start with it or? I feel like just do the list first because it more relates to the list. All right. So the winners and nominees of the 2019 Golden Globes. Best Motion Picture winner. Bohemian Rhapsody. Black Klansman was uh, also nominated. If Beale Street Could Talk. A Star is Born. Black Panther. Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. I hate this. I hate the fucking category so much. Um, it's such a stupid category. Green Book. Green Book, which I really want to see. Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, the Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns. And Vice. And it was Green Book. That was Vice won. a comedy? Well, no, they, that's that's why it's such a stupid. It is. It seems like it's kind of a comedy, but I don't think it's a comedy. I haven't seen it yet. Um, best <laughs> performance by an actress in a motion picture is Glenn Close, The Wife. Also, Lady Gaga was nominated. Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, and Rosamund Pike. That's a pretty big achievement for Lady Gaga, though. Like first, is it first no, film yeah. I'd say? One of her, yeah, I, I would say it's her first feature film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture: Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, William Defoe, Willem, sorry, Defoe is at Eternity's Gate, Lucas Hedges, Boy Erased, and John David Washington as Black Klansman. Um, what else we Tells got? Tells me John Cena for Bumblebee. Bad, no. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Olivia Coleman in The Favorite. Emily Blunt was also nominated. So was Elsie Fisher, Charlize Theron, and Constance Wu. Best performance by an actor, Christian Bale won for Vice. Lin-Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns was also nominated. So was Viggo Mortensen for Greenbrook, Robert Redford, Redford Old Man in the Gun, or The Old Man in the Gun, and John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Regina King of Beale Street Could Talk. Claire Foy, Claire Foy was also nominated. Emma Stone, Rachel Weiss, which you haven't heard her in a while, and Amy Adams. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Mar- Mahershala Ali won for Greenbrook. Green Book. I don't want to see. I keep saying Green Brook. A uh, bunch of other people. And let's see if there's any other. Sam Rockwell got nominated. Did you do the animated He's one? one? Of my Best director. Alfonso Cuaron uh, won for Roma, <laughs> which is really cool. I didn't know that Bradley Cooper actually nominated A Star is Born. I thought there was another nominator. Uh, Spike Lee, Peter Farley, Adam McKay did Vice. That's probably why. They always pin him in the comedy scene. Best screenplay is Green Book. Uh, best motion picture animated, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Isle of Dogs, Mir- Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Incredibles 2. Best motion picture, foreign, is Roma. Everyone's talking about Roma. Best original score, Justin Hurwitz, sure. Best original song was The Shallow, from A Star is Born. Shallow, it's called, sorry. Best TV series, The Americans. Best TV series, musical or comedy, Kaminsky Method. And a bunch of other stuff. Any surprises there? No, not really. No, nothing. Well, the only ones I really care about were like the best picture and like, you know, best animated picture because that's all I really cared you about. You wanted Spider Man? Well, I just like thing. figured. I thought I should because it's been getting shafted like in the box office. Well, it's because it's an animated movie. Like the animated ones are really tough sell. Unfortunately, yeah. they're really tough for people to get through. Like, like I see all the like creators keep bribing their fans. Like, hey, if it reaches this amount of money, we'll put like. This version of Spider-Man in the sequel. <laughs> well, and it sucks because if it doesn't make money, then they're not going to greenlight another well, they've one. They've already like done two in the works. 
Yeah. Well, no, it's not done yet. Well, they've actually heard their uh, pre-production is vastly different than post. I heard they're trying to do. They're thinking about doing a TV show based on the side characters. That's yeah. I heard too. Which would, I think would be better because yeah. that's just like more accessible for their audience that they're kind of like pitching it to. Because mostly I'd say kids like the animated stuff more than adults. Adults do see it. Don't get me wrong. Not adult shaming, but you know the, the target, the primary audience would be like children. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it'd be a good idea too because then you can actually play around with it more. Like if Into the Spider Verse ended up becoming like it started as a movie. You know how some TV shows end up as a movie to finish off. Yeah. Or Entourage. Simpsons, yeah, like Entourage kind of thing. Yeah. It does the reverse, like so it introduces into the Spider Verse as that. Then what it does is it takes all the TV, like it, it takes the other universes as TV shows, which then lead to another Miles Morales movie. So kind okay. of like how if you watch Agents of Shield, I think it was season two or three where they found Baron Strucker's lab. And the final thing said in that season, like the season finale was, okay, I'm going to call the Avengers or something like that. And then Age of Ultron started from there, which mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's how they got there, right? Because, you know, Age of Ultron was messy, and but that kind of helps give credence to it. So, yeah. You know, that's anything it, could, on, uh, it could end up being good. No, that way. people enjoying the no, show. On Facebook. Yeah. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Sophia. Hello. Um, okay. okay. Nope. First, a comment. So then, my mm-hmm. thing is, a lot of people correlate that with what could be potential winners for the Golden Globes. A lot of the times, or for the Oscars, sorry, a lot of the times, Golden Golden Globe winners end up being in a Oscar, like end up winning the Oscars, right? Yeah. Um, La La Land last year won the Golden Globe, and I mean, would have won the Oscar, but they messed up with the thing, so it rightfully went to. <laughs> Um, moon, moonlight, moonlight. I think. Um, but anyways, so do you think that into the spider? Do you think Black Panther's gonna get nom? I don't think they've uh, sent out the nominees for the Oscars yet. Quite frankly, I don't think it deserves to win. Like I, I don't I, think it does either. But that was a good movie. I don't like, think it falls that far deep into a drama to make it. I don't know that much. Well, to me, I don't know. I don't see, and that's the issue with the. That's the issue with the Oscars because. Um, they disregard comic movies. They True. disregard comedies over um, all the dramas. All the, all the dramas. The, yeah. Like, for instance, Spotlight won for Best Adapted Screenplay. Or, sorry, um, The Big Short won for Best Adapted, Adapted Screenplay a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But Spotlight won Best uh, Best Movie, Best Picture. Yeah. Whereas I could easily see, because it was a comedy, though, and the other one was very serious it was touching on very serious topics it was an incredible movie mm-hmm. but i could also see it winning for best picture i could see uh the big short but because it was more of a comedy it almost seems like they gave it to that one because it was the more serious one which best represented the oscars that's definitely where they go through they have a stigma with picking those type of movies for sure well, i think and so like you don't care about the oscars not really like you movies. don't care about the Oscars, or do you? I enjoy watching them. It's not like yeah. uh, like it's the be all to end all because there's a lot of movies that do could be up there for sure. But because yeah. they look at it that way, which one's the most hard hitting? Which one touches on a lot of modern day facts? And that's what they look at, I think, the most. Well, whatever's whatever's generally topical. Yeah, you know, um, I've I enjoyed the Oscars last year because I actually went to an Oscars party and we like there was a. 
there was an actual poll that was going on and we were checking to see who wins and who loses. And, and it wasn't really like winners in terms of like you win this prize, but it was really cool getting involved in it that way. The other years I've watched it more so just to see what happens because I watched mm-hmm. a lot of those, like a lot more movies. I need to catch up on all of them though because there's a yeah. lot of movies I, I fucking don't watch or don't get to. And the reason is because most of the content that we cover, we have to get to Aquaman before we get to a green book, right? We have to get to something else before we get to a Star is Born and I really want to see a Star is Born. But I don't have the money or the time to go watch movies. We well, like also I have an audience ago. that would that doesn't really care to listen to. Yeah. Well, so they might they might care to listen, but they would rather hear Aquaman thoughts rather than like yeah, Stars Born thoughts. Well, and and I think that's why a lot of people view the Oscars as being out of touch. And I I kind of think that's an unfair that's an unfair assessment. Yes, they can be out of touch when they only pick like there's Oscar bait movies. That are strictly are specifically made to bait the Oscars for your consideration. Yeah. Then there's other like there's so many movies that are funny, but doesn't mean that they're not Oscar worthy, right? But because they're funny, they don't get looked at. Yeah. Um, comic book movies again. Mm-hmm. I think that's been the biggest one, which I think is a mistake to use comic book movies as a as a um, as your as your example, like mm. a, a, as the cross that you're going to hang yourself on, so to speak, or like the 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 thing that you're going to ride into battle with. You're riding into battle with comic book movies as not being represented in the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I disagree with that because I love all the comic book movies, but very few of them I would even say have Oscar worthy performances, let alone the entire movie. Yeah, right. I don't see Black Panther as an Oscar worthy movie. Would you put I, Endgame? Infinity War maybe first. No, sorry, I would. War, sorry. I wouldn't put Infinity War either, because I don't see Infinity War as being an. I I love the movie, but I don't mm-hmm. see it as in my mind an Oscar movie because mm-hmm. I also have my own preconceived notions of what an Oscar movie is. Yeah, right. But I, there were some great performances. I would maybe give it up for for Thanos, like Josh Brolin's performance in Thanos. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Right, I thought it was incredible, and I thought that could have been Oscar worthy. Right, that's why there's always been an argument over um, mm. Logan. Absolutely, that movie should have for sure, and that movie was better than Black Panther. Like one hundred percent better than one like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Logan was one of like the best comic book movies that have ever come out. I would put Winter Soldier in that category. As a because poli- it's a political thriller, it was done extremely well. Yeah, I'd say Dark Knight, Winter Soldier, Logan, like see, and Spider Man Two. But Spider Man Two is like kind of like the most recent ones, I'd say. But because of because I, in my opinion, I feel like Christian Bale's Batman is okay, but it was because of the Joker's performance that made the Dark Knight what it is. Yeah, that's why he rightfully won. That was the best performance of the year. That was a complete transformation. So, I mean, it's really tough to look at the Oscars right now because on the one hand, everyone's like, oh, they're out of touch. Well, how are they out of touch? Like, well, I- a lot of people say that too. Like, my followers specifically, like, every move time a new comic book movie comes out, they all, like, jump on that bandwagon saying this is the best film of the year, best film I've ever seen. Like, a lot of these people are out of touch themselves because all I do is watch these films. Like, I myself. Yeah, they don't have a So, my favorite range. film was Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't expect to go win an Oscar. Right. I just said, like, I didn't see lots of movies, but that's the best one I saw. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of my followers, like, they said, like, it was a really, like, Solo. Some people said Solo was the best movie they saw this year, which, if you liked it, you liked it. But it was not a, it's not going to get an Oscar. Well, and and that's kind of the issue with, that's why the Oscar is so big and they have so many people that vote on this stuff. And it's voted by their peers. Like, that's what people don't recognize about it. Like, there's, 
there's actors and directors and writers and 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 uh, and and choreographers and so many other people involved in choosing the names. You get a ballot of eight of your friends' names as best actor. You have to nominate and pick, and then out of that ballot, the way the math works is our three uh, ballots. Then are they take us uh, one name that wasn't in either of them, and they remove it, and then they narrow it down that mm-hmm. way. Um, and yes, it is primarily white people. It's primarily like the the Oscars so white thing was, I believe, a valid argument because there were a lot of performances that I felt that like have been in the past. Yeah. Now I say that, but I am also being hypocritical because I'm not pointing anything out. Uh, I haven't pointed anything out specifically that could have been in in that talk, right? Because I have to go back. I just can't think of it over out of my mind. Yeah. Um. So the Oscars feel out of touch for a lot of people because the average fan, the average fan right now is, let's say, on your page. They're following comic books. They're following the sorry the the superhero movies. Yeah. And they want to talk about the superhero movies because they want to see how they connect. A lot, like that's why the, everyone's clamoring for universes because they want to ride the universe waves so much, and yeah. they're so inundated in that that nothing else exists. Everything else seems like uh, when we were growing up, a black and white movie, or we're, even you, like if you're a black and white movie. Out of like, if you go through our movies on this side or this side, you'll be hard pressed to find superhero movies. It is like ninety percent. It is not like action. It's ninety percent action. It's ninety percent older movies. Yeah. Um, they're they're just because I don't know. Those are the ones that we grew up on. You grew up on on those. Yeah. So I can understand when someone feels like it's out of touch because it doesn't represent them. And I think that's where the argument comes from. And it's unfortunately it's shaping the Oscars into something else. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent. Do you guys have anything else to add to that? No comment at yeah, this no. time. <laughs> so to that point, then the Oscars not having a host doesn't matter. Go. Not really. Like for me, I don't watch. So it's I just think segue. <laughs> well, it's Oscars, Oscars. I don't watch I don't the know. Oscars anyway, but I feel like a lot of people just said it gets dragged on. So if they can cut time without a host, I feel like it'd be for the best of everybody who watches. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they could. I heard they were planning on replacing it with actually like segments, so like musical segments, stuff like that, which like they just, already have, like transitions and stuff, I guess. Yeah. To, but so they already they already have those. They what they have is so yeah. the host comes up, they talk about whatever they want to talk about. They have their opening monologue, right? Yeah. Then they cut to somebody else, and then that host comes back periodically. Yeah. They're not on there that much. Because then you've got yeah. your host that introduces it, the announcer over. Ladies and gentlemen, for the best motion picture. Yeah. Welcome to the stage, whatever. Then you've got the um then you got the musical performances from the movies that are nominated. Yeah. Right? And yeah, it's a three-hour show. I agree with it, but then I saw a post talking about how, well, without a host there, because everyone watches it for different reasons, they're like, yeah. well, without a host there, then I might as well just wait till it goes online and just save my three hours and just see who the nominees are. That's true, too. But I don't think, like... <sighs> I think it adds to it. I mean, they come with their own style, their own difference. And, yeah. you know, now with the whole Kevin Hart controversy thing, he could have brought something different, I think, more than anyone else. Just with how he's uh, he's been doing his, like, tours and that kind of stuff. So he could have brought some jokes, loosened up the Oscars a little bit, maybe not make it almost Golden Globes, but, like, you know, liven it up a bit. 
Well, the Golden Globes are historically like a, a party. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's, a a, party. it's an actual party for yeah. all the actors, which I think is pretty cool. Like, oh, hell, yeah. if, I, if I had a choice between the Oscars or the Golden Globes, I would go to the Golden Globes yeah, because sure. you just get super drunk, hang out with all the actors, and, mm. and that's it. Actually, you know what would be really sweet is just like one time being one of the seat fillers. Like, there's a, you can go on yeah. Craigslist and they look for seat fillers for these things. Just to make it look tough. like to make it look like there's people <laughs> in the crowd. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. The ogre man says you guys should do your own Oscar like thing on Instagram story. I already did my best five, and I got enough backlash for that, so I'm good. But well, gee, and you like? But the thing is, your top five represented the majority. Like someone said, if Infinity War is your number one, well. Arturo said that Infinity War is his number one on the on our Instagram thing, and I I can't disagree with him because if the movie itself actually affects you, like if you're a musician, I imagine that A Star Is Born is going to affect you on a much bigger level than any other movie, even if you're a comic book fan. If you watch a movie like that or Bohemian Rhapsody, if you're a massive Queen fan, you are inherently going to love that movie. Just because you can even hear snippets of it, right? Yep. And A Star is Born speaks to the star within the person who's listening to it. So yeah. I, I didn't see anything. I didn't agree with your list, obviously, but I also didn't see anything wrong with it because that's the kind of I'm weird surprised thing. you put Halloween up there. You loved I Halloween. I I liked it a you lot. You fucking loved Halloween. I didn't know you liked it a lot. I don't know if I like it a lot. We that's don't all that matters. Know you like <laughs> um, yeah, so I think with the host... You know what? I think it's time we just nut up or shut up and just go host it ourselves. Yeah. That'll go Well, over. And, and But the thing <laughs> is, I would say take out the... Like, if they're really looking at it from a... Um, oh. If they're looking at it from a time thing, like, let's shorten it from three hours. Because I told you today, in 2000 in... Uh, what did she say? Just keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Call, <laughs> so, if just text it to me. <laughs> uh, in 2000... I think was the highest in the past, like since 2000 or whatever, 46.5 million watched the Oscars. Then it dipped. Then it went up. 2008 was the second lowest at Mm. 32 million. And then last year was the all-time low at 26.5 million viewers. Right? That was Ellen who hosted last time, right? Last year? Uh, I don't remember. Hello. Um, Seth MacFarlane actually did good when he hosted. But but what it looks like, if you look at the graph, it, yeah. it, it goes all the way down, then it spikes up a bit, then it goes down, and then ever since the last spike, it's been going down all the way. So obviously people aren't watching it for two reasons. Uh, one, it could be because they feel that it's not representing them. However, not everybody's going out and watching the movies that would be good for the Oscars. I haven't seen a good chunk of those movies myself. Me like either. Bohemian and Into the Spider-Verse were, and Black Panther. See, I haven't seen Bohemian yet. I haven't seen A Star is Born. I haven't seen Green Book. It's saved nope. on Netflix right now. That's my next one to watch because I'm a huge fan of Mahershala Ali. So yeah, I'm, he does I'm good. Gonna, I, I think he's great. Um, but yeah, what was the... Okay, so I'm going to summarize this. Uh, okay, so she said, I agree with G about like the announcement thing and there's no point of watching it. Solidarity by Through the Ring, baby. Wow. Also, gives the people who are nominated or in current they get the people get a moment of fame. Also, she says uh, it's like a comic relief for having a host. Well, and and that's why, like, it ends up becoming an actual show you want to go to because otherwise, it's just dry. It's super dry. It's just people going up, and the winner is this. Okay, great. Next, where at least the host goes to it. My problem is less with the Oscars. 
and more with um with I guess Twitter and fans, which will segue into my next one. And I'll tell you why. Before we segue though. Go for it. Oh, here we go. I'm with the comment. Okay. So finish this and then we can segue in. Okay, I am not I'm not at the segue yet. Um I'll let you know when the segue is happening Wait and then the I'll chime. let you intercut. <laughs> my the thing is this. Because of social media and social justice warriors, mm-hmm. the Oscars have been very reactionary because it's a business that has to – it's based on views. We need to get a certain amount of views to make it worth it, whatever. It's a its a TV program and blah, blah, blah. The reason I blame social justice warriors is because they sit there and they attack every single person and they find everybody's dirty secrets because they have nothing else to do. And so even if Kevin Hart wanted to, which he doesn't want to do it anymore, he's over no, he's it. he's over it. 100%. And he was on his list of things to do in his life, coast the Oscars. He's over for this year, whether he but goes no, on he, the road. But, but the thing is now, he'll have to wait a while because because of whatever information has come out about him or whatever he talked about, whatever, everybody's so sensitive. Remember, he's a comic first. True. Same with James Gunn. He was a comic. Then he became an artist, director, all that stuff. We are so quick to fucking drag somebody through the coals like we are we are Achilles just and and we are hooking each individual person one after another at the back of our chariot and dragging them across the fucking road just so we can have people retweet us on Twitter and ruin somebody's fucking opportunity it's yep. it's actually terrible while the Oscars are going on there's this battle going on in the streets in this void that's called social media and Twitter and all of that yeah that are actually ruining a lot of Hollywood 100% and the more that that happens this is why I'm I'm totally against like if you label yourself a social justice warrior fuck off and get a job okay because you you, that is you their are job you are contri- you contributing <laughs> nothing to society absolutely nothing so they're actually ruining a lot of what's going on. And unfortunately, unpopular opinion and could be controversial, the Me Too movement has been taken advantage of. What could have started as something very good has been turned into something where people are literally t- using it to just get their way. Yep. And it's turned into a witch hunt. 100%. So, I mean, it, it's getting worse and worse and worse. There's less conversations had in person and more conversations have had in the void that is... Uh, just go ahead. Oh, um, the fuck, uh, the void that is social media, where they can just yeah. yell at each other. Because yeah. really, if it came down to it, no one's saying this stuff in person. Yeah, they're just saying it behind their computers and their screens. Where I think it went wrong with the Kevin Hart situation is that the Academy should have had his back mm. from the get-go. Mm. They should have looked at the situation, talked to Kevin. Hey, this is what came out. What's the deal on this? He could have said, you know what? I've already addressed this. I've already talked about this in the past. Yeah. I've said my stories. I've changed my ways. Yeah, you guys need to have my back, and that's where the academy can say we support Kevin Hart. We don't want to. Take, we're not going to follow along this, you know, um, what's it? Toxic path of allowing these people yeah. to do this to good. You know, he may you do what you do sometimes at the start of their career, and it was a different times. And mm-hmm. yes, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. So. That's where the academy needs to step up and protect their people. Now they're going to come back. Hey, we'd really like it back. Well, no, he's going to tell them screw off. I, I don't do want the same you. Thing. you guys weren't there for me when I needed you. So why yeah. should I be there now? And I think that's the biggest issue. And that's the issue I had with the James Gunn thing, which I go back to. And I brought it up a bunch of times because I feel that was another thing. Yeah. It, if um, 
people that do that clearly don't believe in the fact that people can change in 10 years. Yeah. Something that happened 10 years ago, I was a completely different person. I've said this before on the show many times. They're attacking people for things that happened 10 years ago and not even bad things either. Comments. Yeah. Like only comments. Nothing malicious. Nothing, no, no real, like, it wasn't bullying. If someone actually came up to Kevin Hart and said, your words, like, made my son or daughter commit suicide, then I don't know what to say. That's an example that I have no answers for. But that's actual fact. That's not just something put out into the universe for no reason. Well, right now, a big thing that's, like, really getting, like, a lot of people are mad about is social racism. So, like, is the thought, like, is racist comments in comedy, like, okay, like, because back in the day, like, even back when I was a kid, like, watching Family Guy, they'd say some things. And people, like, wouldn't be like, they'd be like oh, that kind of went too far. They still do. But they, like, would just <laughs> go past it. And that's the thing I don't understand. Because there's lots of shows, like Rick and Morty, Archer, all these, like, edgy popular shows. Mm-hmm. The Office is one example, too, because I'm doing a presentation on it. And we took the clip where he has the, like... Bandana. The ba- no, like, the sticky notes with oh. all the race. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And people <laughs> love The Office, but they hate, like, racist comedians, but... How can such a popular show, which has such racist and sexist ideas, yeah. be beloved by so many people? Of course, I don't have a problem with The Office. I don't want to sound like I'm bashing The Office. Like I don't no. mind. I don't care. I feel like comedy, like sometimes it does go a little bit too far. But for the most part, it's just there on stage. It's meant to be taken as a joke. Sometimes they do cross the line. But, you know, they own that mistake and they take the backlash for it. But I do feel like that's their job to try and kind of push the edge, get you off guard. And like that's their job. Comedy is supposed to do that. That's exactly. why. That's why comedy has it used to be. Someone's attacking you on there, by the way. Um, that's why it used to be somewhere something sacred. It used to be something where um, it used to be something where people can just go and escape and and laugh about things that are super shitty about the world. Because let's face it, the world's a shitty place and has been for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I've said this many times before on the show. If you laugh at one thing, then you have to laugh at everything. Like, you can't pick and choose what you like. It's like um, I was watching a – I was listening to another podcast about someone not so much defending Trump but being like, well, if you're going to if you're gonna buy into the Trump lies, then you have to jump, buy into the Hillary lies as well. Like, this was, they were, this was an older one. They were talking about the yeah. election. But people are quick to pick and choose what they want to hear as opposed to actually – looking at the facts and being like, you know what? There's lies on both sides. I'm still following my person, whoever it is. Yeah. But I'm also not going to ignore the, the the truth, sorry, or the lies or the whatever that's being spread on the other yeah. side. But people don't do that. And so I think that more and more, if they do have a host, they're going to find the fucking most vanilla host on the planet, somebody that's just going to sit there on a chair, not give an opening monologue. And if they do... They're going to like dance around and throw roses and then someone's going to complain and be like, wait a minute. Are you saying that every time you dance, you have to throw roses? Because that's going to happen. <laughs> and so you're kind of leaving you got like whoever is out, whoever tweets this stuff and you know who you are, whether you listen to this podcast or not. Whoever does it, it you, like you have to realize that what you're not so much damaging the person, but you're damaging everything else because people are now reactionary. That thing with James Gunn happened. What did they do? They got rid of him. Disney got rid of him. Any slight, not even, no one's even getting defended. The The company is just going to get rid of them. That's the worst part. People are losing their jobs over things, again, that they did 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. 
losing their livelihoods, getting like all this stuff, right? Yeah, they're famous, but they're still people. And sure. I like, and that's where I'm like, well, what's the point of being famous now? Because if something in ten years happens, yeah, someone's gonna, yeah, someone's gonna, someone's actively going out and looking for shit on you. I mean, if they're a politician, then I get that. Yeah, because they're supposed to like be our like uphold our our justice system and be like that's good people it's it's about a kind of a different thing but people don't ever look at anymore where that comes from that episode of the office what year was it It is one of the earliest i think season one or two No, it is season one it's season one episode two and so that episode aired when early 2000s 2002 i don't know maybe 2001 2002 so it was 20 years ago that was a very different time 19 2000 yeah, you said two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but that was a very different time for a like a very very different time, and different things were going on. I don't know. That's I, I can go on forever on this. I just think it's a shame because it'd be hey KF, uh, Kendall. Um, two thousand five. Two thousand five. Um, oh, thank you, Gavin. Um, we got you stuck to the phone. Good. <laughs> Glad you're enjoying it. But anyways, that's that's mine. This is a bit of more. I'm like, yeah, I'm really tired today. But anyways, okay. Say, what's the first of all? Who was that person saying something about you just going for the likes? Something. Somebody what, said that. What post did you put up? Someone said you just put a post. Oh for yeah, the I likes. did. Which one? Well, I said this because I've seen everybody posting this. Like, like this photo, comment, like some some yes. So oh, let's put up. you on blast. Let's put you on blast here. No, wait. I'm putting somebody on blast first. You have to oh, wait. Okay, sorry. Blast. Go, go go blasting. Okay. So I posted a thing of some my news saying whatever. Uh, Venom 2 is officially in the works. All right. That's what I said. And oh, yeah. That was another topic. Yeah. All I said was I'm excited to see where they go. Personally, I wasn't really a fan of the film, but I'll give the sequel a chance. That's what I said. Someone commented saying, but if you wasn't a fan of the first one, why would you be a fan of the second one? You Marvel blind fanboys make no sense. LMFAO. I bet you're dying inside to know that Into the Spider-Verse, a Sony movie, won a Golden Globe. Suck it, bitch fanboys. Wow. And I responded with saying, Marvel fanboy must be mad that Marvel won a Golden Globe. Venom is also a Sony movie, so I don't understand why you put emphasis on that as well. I don't understand. Also, I said I'd give the sequel a chance. Never said I'd be a fan of it. And then he just keeps on going, going. He didn't understand what I was trying to say. And I eventually just said, no, like, I'm done talking to this guy. And my followers decided to keep roasting him. And it's still going on like right now. Good. <laughs> 30 comments. Good. Which goes into a segue, a short one, mm-hmm. which is why I decided if I like, because I enjoy roasting people that are stupid on my page. All like, right. I just, you know, like, no, I'm going to make some time and just make this guy feel, feel like an idiot. Listen, it's your page. And I think the mistake that people make is that. Just be like, just because it's an open forum, it's still your page. If someone's doing some fucking stupid shit on there, then you're, you, I believe it's in your right. They're coming into your house, right? And mm-hmm. and they can look at your photos, but if they're actually going to comment, they're going in and they're at like it's in their mind to go do it, right? So, anyways, go for it. So anyway, uh, the reason you know I always enjoy roasting people. It's a really fun thing, which I, is I've why I decided that. you know what I might as well just copy iDubs and just do my own roasting channel, like roasting little videos. And, and your feelings, and you're not gonna do, uh, and you're not gonna be roasting any chicken. No, I've had enough. Oh, but yeah, no, that's uh, hopefully I'll be editing it tomorrow evening. Right. See how it goes. Are we shooting that after this? Yes. Okay. Do you want to pull out the battery so it doesn't break? Yes, I will. And that's pretty much it. I don't know. Just no, like, little... like right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like 
Uh, right, right now. Noah, we're not a big fan of those words, so that's not cool. Uh, he put a very, very Speaking of, word. actually, that reminds me too. Uh, someone so commented that on my page, and usually I just Just don't... randomly put it up oh, there? Yeah, I just usually don't deal with it. I just go whatever. Actually, no, they were having an argument, and like someone, he just dropped it. Mm. And some, this was the first time someone actually came to me and complained, which I kind of felt like, oh, I'm kind of like a business guy. <laughs> But yeah, they said, hey, like, this isn't cool. Like, you got to delete this comment and block this guy. And I said, okay, sure. Like, why not? If somebody's like, usually when people comment stupid shit and they're following me, like, just stupid in terms of like, they're just roasting someone, like, just like, whatever, they're having a roast session. I just leave it. Yeah. But if somebody's going to go around, just drop that. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I have to drop him. I have to block him. So, Noah, one more time. I dare you. Make my day. You'll be on the next episode. You'll be on the next episode of F Your Feelings. Do it. But he will. Um, okay, so this goes into my next thing. This uh, kid also looks like he's 12 years old. Yeah, of course he's 12 years old. Yeah. What are you doing? Go back to Xbox Live. What are you doing out here? Listen, man, the problem is... <laughs> Whose mother let you... Why do you take your mom's phone? Thank you so much, man. I hope Thanks, you're enjoying Stelio. it. That's Stelio from Winnipeg. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is... Oh, look, there's Nick. We oh. can't see you, but you're probably looking good, Nick. He says... Oh. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, he's 13. Sorry, guys. All right. My next topic after that. And this is going to get into more. Um, this is going to be a very heated episode. I think I'm just going to call this episode triggered because I'm triggered once triggered! again. So you um, commented or what? No, no, no. Another topic? The Brian Cranston thing. Oh, oh, yeah. So Brian Cranston, the trailer released for a movie with Brian Cranston called The Upside. Brian Cranston plays a quadriplegic. I'm pretty sure this is. Uh, the uh, the same thing about the like the Untouchables. There was a movie in the day back in the day called The Untouchables. I forget the main actor in there. Um, Curious about this, but we'll it was it, it was about a uh, a very rich man in a wheelchair and a very poor individual. Um, and in the original, it was uh, a black gentleman, and in this one, it's Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. Okay, and now Brian Cranston's getting attacked Those... and, and having to defend himself. For playing a uh, disabled individual, disabled man. Well, so was his now, son in Breaking Bad disabled? Well, no. Like, well, did my, anybody have a problem with that? Well, listen to this, okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring up the article because uh, where was it? Brian Cranston, Francois Cluzet was in the first one. Yeah, but it's called but the it was, Untouchables. Was it, yeah. The Untouchables. What yeah. was the gen- What was the real man's name? Uh, Philippe. What's last name? Lassance? I don't know. If it's Lasance, then it might be the the same one. Anyways, so this is this is what's been going on. He has to defend himself, and he brings up the the thing of where is it? Where is it? Where is it? This is what he says. As actors, we're asked to be other people to play other people. He said, "If I, as a straight older person, and am wealthy, and I am wealthy, I'm very fortunate. Does that mean I can't play a person who is not wealthy? Does that mean I can't play a homosexual? I don't know. Where does the restriction apply? Where is the line for that? I think it is worthy for debate to discuss those issues. We live in a world of criticism," he says. If we're willing to get up and try something, we have to also be willing to take criticism. We're very aware of the need to expand the opportunities for people with disabilities, he said. I think being cast in this role as a quadriplegic really came down to a business decision. Yeah, they you they offered you the role. You got the role. You are a, a, a brand. Brian Cranston is an individual that can bring people to the box office. They're going to bring that person for the movie that they're putting money in. I'm not done yet. No, this adds, this adds to it. Okay. Really good comment. Uh, Rafa says... 
How many disabled actors are out there? Well, hold on. I'm going to get to that. Oh. Just wait for that. Hold on, Rafa. So as a wheelchair user, I could never play Brian, Brian Cranston. So why the hell can he play someone like me? Someone had said on Twitter. That's because you aren't the same person. That's the thing people don't understand. Disabled actors are not allowed to play non-disabled characters. And in some cases, we can never play someone non-disabled. I get that's an inherent problem in Hollywood. But it's more of a thing of can you play that role? Did you audition for this role? Now, in Brian Cranston's case, a lot of them are just given to him. So I get that the opportunities may not be there. Yeah. But it's different. And unfortunately, it's different. But the reality is it's very different and very difficult to have someone do that. These are some of the Twitter uh, things that are coming up. I'm not going to put the names out there. You can find them yourself. But one says the fact that Brian Cranston believes he is qualified to play someone disabled is highly offensive. Non-disabled actors cannot act disabled because disability is not something you can act. You either are disabled or you aren't. Stupid. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Well, as a meth dealer, I find it offensive. Brian Cranston is trending for being cast as a quadriplegic man. I see lots of people defending him, saying it's his job as an actor. As a disabled actor myself, let me point out that such roles are the only roles disabled actors would be considered for, yet we still aren't. I get that, but I'm sorry. Don't compare yourself to a Brian Cranston. I'm not comparing myself to a Joe Rogan. I'm not going to sit there and bitch and complain why Joe Rogan gets all the people in the world and he's got a thousand episodes and all the likes and stuff. We are not the same person. We're not. And then somebody, somebody else who I don't know if she's disabled or not. I tried looking her up. A non-disabled actor playing a disabled role is not the same as a wealthy person playing a non-wealthy role. I can't, I actually can't believe that we are still having to explain this. I can't believe that you're bringing it up. Can I just mention one thing? People getting angry at people, people portraying, but there's, isn't there like this one girl who faked being like, indigenous to get into a university who was caught like being fake and like trump called her pocahontas or something like that probably and like people are mad at trump which i understand whatever the terms offensive oh wait but this girl fake being a indigenous to get into a school and people don't have a problem with this i'm oh. not done yet oh. i wrote some shit down it's and this poem. is how fuck this is how fucking <laughs> stupid this is, is it a haiku? and listen if i was a disabled actor i get it i do understand where you're coming from but you are going about it the wrong way it's acting, but you got to think about it. Movies are about making money, okay? The fact that they're representing people, that's another part of it, but they're in the business of making money. If I'm investing $50 million into my movie, I'm going to bring somebody that can bring $50 million. I'm sorry, people on Twitter. You are not the people that I, as a consumer, I'm going to go see. <laughs> what? Hey, 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 everyone. Watch out. He wrote stuff down, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is, these are, apparently people never had an, uh, an issue with these, by the way. This is my little list I made, and it was a lot longer, but I shortened it. These are Oscar winners of actors that have portrayed disabled individuals. And this is a very short list because there was more. Eddie Redmayne. No one had an issue a couple years ago when he won for playing Stephen Hawking. Well, why didn't Stephen Hawking play him? You tell me. He's alive. Yeah, you should start complaining about that. Jamie Foxx played a blind man. Well, why didn't Ray Charles, even though he was dead, (laughs) okay, he died a couple months before the movie came out. Wait, why didn't didn't a blind man play Ray Charles? I don't know, but you guys didn't seem to have a problem then. Tom Hanks, slow-witted. I don't know if you can call that a disability, but he did that in Forrest Gump. Daniel Day-Lewis, and again, these people won. Daniel Day-Lewis, cerebral palsy, and he could only move his left foot. And guess what movie he won for? My Left Foot. That was the movie. 
Al Pacino, Blind Man, Scent of a Woman. Fantastic. DiCaprio, developmentally child disabled, and did a great job in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, a wonderful movie. And one of uh, his and one of um, Johnny Depp's best performances ever. Dustin Hoffman, Autism, Rain Man. Angelina Jolie played a sociopath. I don't know if that's the same thing, but, you know, it was more of a mental illness than disability. But anyways, so I want people to really think about this in the sense of you're okay with it before a few years ago. No one had an issue with it. And now we're going after Brian Cranston. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, whoever's listening and whoever's watching. Brian Cranston isn't a chemist. And yet he played (gasps) one on TV. What? Shut your fucking mouth. Aaron Paul wasn't a heroin junkie cooking meth in a trailer. And yet he played one on TV. This is how Daredevil and Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox is not blind. And yet he played a blind person in Daredevil. Chris Evans is not over 100 years old. He's not an elder. Patrick Stewart played Professor fucking X. I'm sorry. He's not a professor. He And he's also not disabled. Magneto. Oh, on the other thing. Magneto wasn't a homosexual, but he was played by a homosexual man. So are you well, telling me? It, he's he's homosexual, it? so it's fine. Is it? It's a pass. Is it, though? It because that's is. where people are, are liking to blur the lines for their own personal needs. Now, I understand that it's very difficult for someone with a disability to possibly make it in Hollywood. Now, I only understand and could potentially empathize. I do not understand in the sense that I get where you're coming from because I am not you. And I understand it's a big issue. But I think it's less of a case of attacking them. And instead of attacking Brian Cranston, well, why don't you attack the casting director? Or the director himself? Or the person that sent Brian Cranston? Because my issue is not with the fact that they're attacking the movie because they decided to do that. It's the fact that they're attacking the actor who just picked a role. And now because people are finding reasons to argue about things and complain about things behind their screens, not in person because they would never they wouldn't dare do it in person because Twitter is much easier because we talked about this already on the Oscar thing. Mm. But now they're finding reasons to complain about it. I'm sorry. There's there is a huge, huge problem right now. And. Those people will evidently ruin Hollywood, not the disabled. Obviously, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that are going out of their way to they won't attack. Just ruin other Hollywood. People. They'll ruin like the whole culture that we are in right now. Right, yeah. and that's that. There's a there's a there's a um, there's a good argument to be made where it's less about sexism, racism, um, ageism. Well, things are being gender, all that stuff. No, but but I I think it's a culture thing. There has been there has been cultures that have been have been um, set up for many years and they've been built upon the culture of men being, quote unquote, not so much abused, but ogled at work has been going on for years. But when you if you go back even further to 1400s or so, men and women were both because if you were broke, they treated you like shit. Didn't matter if you're a man or a woman. They treated you all like shit based on your age gap. That was inherently built in the Renaissance. It was inherently built in the tax system. They taxed everybody on everything and brought them all down. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna read all these. All during your Martin Luther King style speech. I'm gonna read all it's, the. It's not, and I could be completely off. This is just what I believe, and I just feel that people are taking things too far. True. Okay. If, so if, got... if a kid does something bad, I'm not gonna blame the kid. I'm gonna blame the fucking parent. So we got ooze. 
Lots of oohs, lots of fucking G's. Uh, hey G, you should write a letter. Stelio, man's not holding back, bruh. My bubble's bursted. Oh my, oh Mel. Sebi, my life is a lie. KF, because you were talking about like people, when you're reading your list, about people not being disabled and shit like that. This is more yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Fakes being shocked, KF. Blake, G doesn't post facts, but spits facts? Question mark? <laughs> Anna says, hello. Hello. Uh, Stelio says, G is not the hero we wanted, but the hero we need. And KF finals uh, finishes off with not all hero- not all heroes wear capes. Example, G and Domino's delivery people. Hey, Domino's delivery people deliver it. But the thing is, it's not it's not for this though. Like I think what it is, like every person that has that has commented, as long as you're not one of the people that go out and attack people online, then you're cool. If you disagree with me, that is 100% okay. You could fundamentally disagree with me on every single thing I just said. You guys too. I don't know. I'm gonna let you guys talk because I've been talking for a while. But you guys can completely disagree with me. And be like, listen, G, you're not in their shoes, so you don't have the right to speak. Because I've said this before, where I I feel that if you don't know or you haven't been a part of it, maybe you don't have the right. I'm now moving back on that stance because I, I've like not all the way, but I'm being more soft to that stance. I feel like At everyone here people. is in agreeance. Yeah. No, but that's just our fans <laughs> that are... everyone here oh, yeah. everyone is in here. agreance. Yeah. But we haven't said anything. Oh, We're yeah. like, let him go, let him go. He's doing good. <laughs> but I mean... No, like, it's 100%. It's that, like we said, it's that toxic culture. And the thing you're saying is like, they're going to ruin Hollywood. Well, it's only if Hollywood actually accepts it and listens to it. Which they are. Because it's a their business. problem. That's it is. their problem. Yeah. But, but they're the ones ruining it themselves. Let these right. people t- troll all they want. But if they're smart enough in how Hollywood should be... They'll dismiss all of it. They'll be like, okay, see you later. But if you're running a business and you are now getting attacked for, let's say, in a certain employee, but that employee you know is right, like is good. Mm -hmm. They're a good person. They're a right person, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden you get a bunch of Yelp reviews on your business Mm -hmm. that are just complaining about this person for no reason. Oh, he served me with his left hand instead of his right. He served my wife second or he served me first. Like if it's a feminist, for instance, oh, he served me first instead of my husband. I'm actually scared of that, by the way. As a server, yeah, I I'm scared who I address first. Yeah, like that's a hey. Like I just look Listen, past them. For me as a server, I'll pinpoint. I was pretty good at pinpointing who's paying the bill. That's who I went for. Well, I try because I'm I'm scared someone's gonna yeah, call me out for sure, <laughs> and it might happen. So, what I'm telling you as a business person, you're getting those reviews. Are are you going to risk your business? Because then people go on Yelp to look for stuff. True. I never believed in Yelp until I, we, me and Soph and I went on our honeymoon because it actually was quite helpful overseas, mm-hmm. like for our hotel rooms, for a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But if you as a businessman, would you get rid of that employee because keeping him could potentially ruin your business, which could then tank your entire well, business? Well, it depends how good he is at his job. doesn't matter. Because that's one employee could only bring in one fifteenth of your income coming into the property. Let's say one fifteenth of your profit. It depends if you're an established. If you're new, maybe you can't risk it if you're a new business. But if you're an established business and you've had this repeat customers, yep. loyal customers, yep. I wouldn't even care. So you mean, and I would never get rid of them. So it's situational. Situational. So no matter what happens. So maybe in the first, in the early bits, you would say like, okay, I can't, I can't risk this. Yep. True. I would say that as much as your morals, like I don't want to get rid of this guy. He's good, mm-hmm. but this could potentially ruin me. Mm-hmm. And you have you're you're already like you know, 
in over your head trying to get this new business going. For sure. Yes, I could see that. You'd probably back away and say, listen, I'm going to have to let you go. And maybe for now, you bring him back later. Who knows? Yeah. Whatever. Or you just do the whole, okay, we've gotten rid of this guy and rehire him like a few weeks later, see if anyone actually notices. And if that person comes back type of thing. So it's, I don't know, it's circumstantial, 100%, situational. Well, there was one time where Jesse, you know, who's been on a couple of videos. Rapini. Uh, he was, we have lots of regulars at the place we work, so we're pizza shop in the malls. So we have lots of regulars mm-hmm. and a lady, uh, came up and she's a bit of a bigger lady. And he just said, Oh, large fries. Cause that's a regular order. She must've been having a bad day or something. Cause she apparently like started giving him shit. Cause apparently he was fat shaming her and no offense to Jesse, but I feel like he would be the last person to be fat shaming someone. <laughs> 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 and that's what he said too he's like really you think I because like, Tino was like really Jesse fat shamed someone like, apparently she still comes back she came back the next day right. so I think she was just having a bad day and overreacted which I feel yeah. like a lot of people in these situations do overreact to things no offense Jesse you shouldn't be fat shaming anybody well, he didn't okay sorry <laughs> I wasn't listening <laughs> <laughs> well then here but we anyways <laughs> if he didn't then that's cool he but, just said the regular order and she yeah, got yeah, like yeah. she got offended yeah yeah, uh, yeah it's it, it's really shitty, and again, it's really and it's steering Hollywood. And like like you again, if I was if I was the person in charge, if I was the person directing the upside, I don't know. I haven't checked to see if they've released any statements or anything. Um, oh, you're about to get it right now. Jesse listen up, G. Jam, listen up, G. Yeah, I have no issues with with Jesse. I just didn't understand what Anthony was saying. I just wasn't sure if he was fat shaming anybody. I'm like, come on, man. I stated that, that very earlier. Yeah. I, he honestly wasn't. I wasn't watching. <laughs> my my uh, buddy sent me he pictures of my goddaughter. So <laughs> I retract that statement because Jesse is uh, one of my favorite Redacted. people. Redacted. He's one of my favorite people. Red, on the, Redacted. Yeah. I think he could be the number one fan. I know. Next to Arturo. And the only reason I'm saying oh. that is because he got you uh, what's it called? Uh, he Red got Dead. you Red Dead, man. Wow, Blake. Blake is actually about to throw fist with you uh, okay, Jet or Blake. Blake is about to come up and like tomorrow. I guarantee he's gonna say, "Well, really, I'm your number one fan. I'm your number one supporter." Blake, that's all he says. I don't know, man. Someone says, "Listen up, G." Are you about to say something? I don't know, he's yeah. he's typing out an essay right now. Yeah. Arturo kind of goes with what G and Anthony said. It's people hiding behind their screens as well as being upset in the moment. MDSW says Anthony EF hates Canada. <laughs> He lives yeah. in Canada. <laughs> Blake, what? Unfollow? Oh, I think I got Blake to unfollow you. Oh, this guy won't want to follow me because I'm all he's got. Blake, listen, man. The only difference is is that Jesse has been on the show twice or once. Was it one review or two? Uh, he's been on the show in terms of video game things. Video I, game stuff. He did an NES Classic. I think that's pretty yeah. much it. But also, he went, He bought your boy here. He bought your man's uh, he Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2. Like he 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 really that's a that's a cool move, man. And as someone who still is involved in video games, so that's a pretty cool thing. If someone bought me a video game, so Blake, what he's deal. saying is you have to buy me an eighty dollar video game, and then you can make that yeah. list. Or you can be the second fan. But I I think I'm going to put Arturo close up to that. I have three shirts and a sweater. Ah, that is true. He has bought lots of shirts. Oh, so he's actually bought stuff from the show. And I've been on the show, too. Uh, yeah, you've been on the show once, Blake. That's enough. Hold on. I think I might have to retract my statement now. Redacted. Oh, damn. Okay, I'm going to have to think about this. Is it okay if you guys tied for first? Wait a minute. They're brothers. He did something for the show. I got Anthony a custom EF sign. Okay, Blake wins. (laughs) He bought merch and he got a custom sign? 
Wrap and how up. much time do we have? An hour left? Or an hour and a minute left? Uh, I think Facebook six. Live, we have a bit more. Uh, Rafa says, I'm your number 97 fan. Good. It's the first time I've heard of you, so you're damn right well, you're number 97. Yeah. Thank you for joining in. Blake, now given that evidence, because we have, okay, what else has Jesse done? Uh, like, I mean, for the show. So Blake's done, get, bought three pieces of merch and got you a sign. That's four things. Jesse's gotten you Red Dead. What else? Because he now he's leading four to one. shirt. Okay. Uh, he's appeared in videos. That's something. But that's what we're playing already, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're not playing on that because it's not fair. It's not fair in that way. So long as roughly gone. Uh, yeah. So that's four (laughs) to two. So based on just empirical evidence alone, Blake is our number one fan for that reason. Arturo counts as still second because he won a shirt for contributing, and he's always around. Kia and he's also the reason why buy, we can, What is it? Kia says, my mom won't, just won't let me buy merch. You know what, Kia? Tell your mom to join a live show. It's we'll all set straight. good. <laughs> we actually don't have a poll on who's the best. We just like that you guys Rafa, are here. Rafa, I'm just too cheap. Oh, oh we're we're around. Around. Oof. You should message and say something. We're still on Facebook. But anyways, I don't know. I've just been really annoyed this week with stuff. And I've also been watching a lot of like super hyper political stuff. That's not like, hero. I have been watching some Ben Shapiro. I don't agree with Left a lot wing of- wing destroyed. Uh, I, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he he says, like a lot of the topics that he says, um, but I you should watch. Do you ever watch him and Jordan Peterson talk? I don't think so. Um, if you Google, first of all, if you Google Joe Rogan and jo- uh, Jordan Peterson, there's like three videos. They're very good ones. Um, there's one of them I was watching today. And the other one is uh, Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson uh, on the Dave Rubin show, which is another really good one. And Dave Rubin is... Um, is a guy like he's been kind of like really raising up in the ranks when it comes to like political stuff. He's got some really good people on there. Mm-hmm. But both Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro are like really talented. Ben Shapiro is an amazing debater. Like he's very good. Well, he just he, talks. He talks facts. No, he talks he facts like, and he t- talks fast and he uses he, and uses he has examples. numbers. He has numbers yeah. memorized. Yeah. So, I mean, like. Well, they're true. Well, no, no, no. Like the numbers could be actually factually true but you also got to understand that ben shapiro comes from a place of he is a practicing jew he has a uh, moroccan wife who's a doctor he has two kids um so he's a practicing jew so he's religious he stated he's religious he also a lot of bases with his views (laughs) and well but but again most of his views still come from facts but there are some stuff to support it if you believe in something and you do the research you are able to um you are actually able to support your facts regardless on where you stand. So after watching him and him watching him be able to talk about certain things in a, in a certain way, like when he talked about Black Lives Matter or he talked about racism. Yeah. And and that's where I, um, I got like he gave me the idea of the culture versus the actual inherent racism that's out there in the universe. Right. Mm-hmm. Or sexism or so on and so forth. And he said on many occasions, show me the actual thing. Now, I don't know if that's the right way to put it. And I don't know if I fully agree. However, he forms his opinions very well. And also, I consider the fact that he usually goes to schools and he's destroying, like, kids who are in a school system that are very left-wing taught. That'd be so, fun to watch, actually. They're, 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 they're pretty there's good a, videos. A two, uh, Does a he actually show the videos of him at the schools? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, oh, and there's there's a two-gender like, one. Yeah. Oh, really? And he actually had the person, like, they were gonna beat kind him up. of, like... They wanted to beat him up. Yeah, this guy's also 33 years old, like, and that was a couple years ago. I think oh, he's a little bit older now. Him. But he's super young. Like, in our English class... Are like most of the class, like we have people like on like really like really left, 
Yeah. And they're like, we have the people, kid, kids sitting on, like, we have a bunch of, like, a small, like, two rows of kids sitting on the right side. And we always joke saying it's like the political spectrum because there's, like, the right side kids and the left side kids. Well, the problem is that, uh, and, and this is something I, I picked up from Joe Rogan, and I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not going to do the thing like they do, like the guy does in Goodwill Hunting, where he, like, pawns off someone else's ideas as their own. So that's what I'm going to try to cite this stuff. So the one thing that, uh, that Peterson was talking about is that once people get, feel like that they're being contested, they get defensive. Mm-hmm. Once they get defensive, they end up going to the more extremes of their views. So if I have views on, let's say, Zelda and you have views on Mario, and let's say I like Mario and you like Zelda. However, the more we contest and the more one of us finds the conversation to be more combative than collaborative, yeah, you as an individual will now start to defend Mario. Is that what it is, Mario? You're Mario? I Whatever. Agree. You will start to defend your point. To the extremes, to the point where you will reject mine entirely. Yeah, and so many people do that, and that's why a lot of the the, the quote unquote politics right now, it's less about solutions and more about who can bash the other person's idea. There's there's very few people, and I understand where the media feels they're being attacked by the president, which they are. At the same time, they're getting very offensive by it and taking it very emotionally. So then they're releasing whatever they can. Mm-hmm. Right, because the media is also in a really tough spot where they have to still be relevant, be quick on the on the jump, and pick and choose whatever they need to make. Like it's all about clickbait. Yeah. So they almost have to compromise their own ethics and goals, or their own ethics and, and values, to be able to service the the monster that's wanting to take this information in and then regurgitate it out to everybody they see. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, do you guys want to see Adam McKay? Direct Silver Surfer? I don't care. I don't no? care. No. Really? I, I think that'd be awesome. Adam McKay, job. he did... He did uh, The Other Guys. He did Step Brothers. I don't know if he did The Other Guys, actually. He did Step Brothers mm. for sure. He did The Big Short, okay. which was really good. Uh, he did Vice. Go for it, tell him. Uh, I don't care he's what very good. Is just I don't know. Just do... Directors don't do Silver's, anything for you. Hey? For me, Silver well, Surfer, like, like I could care less. Like I feel I like really some shots are really well done. See, I'm like that's cool, but like I'm not gonna like bash a movie because there's a director I don't like or don't know of. I'll well, still see the film. No, no, no. But me. The, the director will will directly correlate to. It's kind of like uh, when you go into a restaurant, and be like, who's cooking today? If the chef's cooking, I'm more excited about that meal than if like if I guess today uh, we're talking like me and my friend talking about Star Wars, and I said like after like episode eight, I'm not really hyped, but like I'm excited that JJ's back to finish his like vision but yeah. like I'm not, i was gonna see it regardless who right. directed it but, yeah. but the fact that he's tied in and his vision is tied into it because you like let's say the the force awakens yep he's coming back to finish the vision fix whatever things people feel that need to be fixed Fix from, uh, the whole film the from ryan johnson okay uh, um but then so do you so then you're excited that he's back doesn't matter what happens it's the fact that he's on board you feel more comfortable with so for you, do you, like, does directors play a big role? One hundred percent. He's the the key in it, all right. No, I meant for you personally. Oh. Like, if a movie comes out, no, I, I, that's oh, my personal oh, opinion yeah, on yeah, it. Okay, is the fact that I feel like, a, act, actors and directors should see it through. They see need to see the entire vision through. Yeah. So JJ, yes, he, he actually didn't sign on for the second because he was worried he was gonna do he was gonna ruin it. Right. That was his whole thing and why he never signed on. So he gave it to someone who decided, you know what, JJ, don't worry, I'll ruin it. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fine. but but JJ brought it back it in in a perfect way. I think it was massive, and it shows not only for the fact that like people love Star Wars. There's always that. There's that side of the spectrum. Mm. Star Trek versus Star Wars. I feel like Star Wars seems to have a, a way bigger fan base. But 
uh, JJ came on strong and he brought something, yeah, a little familiar to how A New Hope came about. And everyone was kind of like, okay, this is basically kind of the same thing. True. It was. Mm-hmm. But I could only imagine what he actually had in store for the second one. Right. How much of whatever Ryan Johnson did, maybe it's completely opposite of what JJ would have done. People, right. but oh, go ahead. yeah, go ahead. People give like Zack Snyder shit for his vision for films and like how he had all of this thing set up and like that his movies weren't very good. Yeah. At least the guy took the criticism on like Ryan Johnson who told people, no, you're wrong. This was a good film. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make this whole trilogy the same way I did it. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad. I'm glad Disney, Disney told this guy to shut the hell up and took that goddamn trilogy away from him. But if it was, but the thing is though, is that yeah, me personally, I don't think he did a bad job. I liked no. people left the theater early. Like in the middle of the fight scene. But where? Where in our theater? Yeah, our theater people left. Yes, I didn't see that. That's well, they're sitting in the back. There's yeah, there's people in the back side. Michael. Those are probably like the hardcore hardcore fanboys that like. Oh, it's a man. I don't think they were really watching the film. To be fair, but okay. No, my thing is like each director has their own vision, and I've said this before. The it's it's not like this movie went out without anybody checking it. It's true. There there was people checking the movie like. Mm-hmm. There, they have focus groups. They have, they have uh, editing rooms. They have um, Ka- Kathleen Kennedy checks over everything. I believe it's Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she checks over everything. So I mean, it went through like people approved this movie before it went out. Well, much they're like not going to movie. They're not going <laughs> to mess around with something uh, Star that Wars. Big. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I'm like, well, stop blaming Ryan Johnson, and because if they they had an issue with the solo starting and they got rid of Lord of Miller. It's true. They fired them, and then they brought on Ron Howard. A very safe choice, but they brought on Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. So they have no issues with getting rid of people if they don't like what they're doing. So clearly they liked what Ryan Johnson did. And my other thing is, who's to say that Ryan Johnson's vision and J.J. Abrams, wasn't. what? who's to say that this, the newest Star Wars that came out, not Solo, but uh, Episode Eight, wasn't part of abrams's plan or something i mean i think it's been on record that it's not but you know yeah. like there could but have it's been also a thing. the execution and i don't have a problem like i know he made like whatever mediocre film but the fact that he's like saying no you're wrong this was a good movie. just take the criticism shut up and just like i did like though how he came back with people like getting on him about like the force stuff mm-hmm. everyone was like hard that's not true but then he actually showed him no it's in the lore of the star wars uh universe what kind of force um powers are out there and even with the whole Leia thing. Yes, it was kind of cheesy, corny, and whatever. You've never seen that. And everyone she does the Heisman. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like everyone it's... went like to town on that. And yeah, it was goofy. But at the same That's... token, it still falls into the lore. It's very much capable. Well, she's a product of the Force in a way, too. The only and thing there you did... go. See, I wish what they would have done. I don't know why she's in episode nine, to be perfectly I... honest. Well, she's still alive. No, she's dead. She died. Carrie Fisher's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but Leia. Princess Leia's no, 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 alive. Saying, because Carrie Fisher died. <laughs> yeah. Why not kill her off? In off eight? screen? No, no, no. In eight. True. In that they scene could've. when she did it. If well, they were really... already done, though. Right. But listen, this is what they yeah, should have well, done. There's a lot of scenes in the film already. Yeah, on, this is what they should have done. <laughs> okay. This is what I, in my mind, that they should have done. And this is me. When I went into Star Wars Episode Eight, I don't bring baggage of the rest of them. I just go in there and watch it. I brought baggage into Solo, though. I know that for a fact. When before, Instead of doing the Heisman. True. And showing people that, oh, she's been Force-sensitive all along. They should have just had her use the Force to close the gap, like to close the thing in the ship. And then she's gone. And then she's gone. And that would have been like, oh, my God, it's been proven. And 
me personally, that's what I would have thought. Like, and then they could have gotten rid of that whole thing where Poe Dameron and and Laura Dern are arguing, and it's like this mom and child thing. And yeah. when you could have just easily told him what the plan is, yeah. like, and, and instead of having him rebel just so you can extend it further, then you could have taken out the forty five minutes of of uh, Poe and uh, or no, sorry, of uh, Finn and the other girl Rose. That's true, but. I don't know. That was unnecessary. For so sure. I don't know. My my that thing, relationship was unnecessary. Yeah, yep. I believe that J.J. Abrams was going to take a lot of the stuff that was in Episode Eight mm-hmm. and then flip them. So maybe because uh, maybe what he'll do is he'll take the thing about uh, Ray's parents, which was like her lineage yeah. was irrelevant. That maybe would that do- seemed like it should have been a lot better. That would have been but maybe, the way he did it. it maybe they'll weird. just let everybody, like maybe Ryan Johnson did it to be like, no, it doesn't matter. And then he'll be like, no, it actually does matter. But we wanted to yeah. make you think that it didn't matter. Yeah. Well, there, just there like even that. like Snoke was this big omnipotent thing and then done. Well, he was big in the first one because they weren't wit near him. Like it was, like, it was a hologram, right? True. Whereas the second one, yeah, I, that, that part was another part where but it was But at like, first, like, when he was saying, like, I sense like all this. I'm like, I thought he was like, oh, like he's like, he's just telling us like Kylo, like I sense this. Like, yeah. No, like what? But maybe, but the thing is, the way that I saw that is that it was him um, bolstering. Like if I if yeah. I showed up in front of you, let's say, and I was six foot five, and or not even six foot five, but if you believed that I was more powerful than you, and I made you believe that I was more powerful than you are, and then I kept telling you I'm more powerful than you, I will always see your every move or whatever. That's just me. Like so, it's like the Lion King chat. Yeah. But it'll be like me bolstering in front of you. Sure. Um, but that'll be like me bolstering in front of you. doesn't mean it's necessarily true. I'm saying it because I believe it's true. Yeah. But it's not necessarily it's, true. It's and that in that, creating that fear. That's and in that, Exactly. And in that moment, he was really trying to make him kill her. Yeah. And so he was so focused on that. And he was – and then uh, What's-His-Face was able to disassociate and kind of – be able to do his little finger thing. Mm. Like, that's where I, I, I'm giving it reasons just because mm. I did like it a little bit more. But also, like, obviously, there's so much baggage that comes with it. Mm. And, and that's the biggest uh, the biggest thing. Yeah. And again, it could be rewritten. Um, it could be redone. Or it could be re-looked at in the in I the don't know story. how much, from what I understand, like, anything that Ryan Johnson did is in there, minus the few things he can do. Like, the whole Ray thing. Right. Snoke's done. That's fine. You've, sure. you've created a new villain in Kylo Ren. Right. Which is cool. Okay, fine. So think of it as basically Kylo doing what Vader couldn't do and actually kill the, the Emperor and be the all supreme leader kind of thing. Right. So that's kind of nice how they, let's say, basically Kylo Ren succeeded. Destroyed this guy trying to overpower him. I'm going to do my own thing. Screw the Jedi. Screw the Sith. And here we go. Right. And see where this goes. And the First Order, too. Yeah. So I don't know. How do we get on a Star Wars, by the way? Directors. Directors. You, yeah, because, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, when it comes to directors, for me, it's just I, when when a director does good and they've done good consistently, it's just a track record. Like, that's what makes a director good. You like what they do with things. You like what they're able to bring. You like, like, when um, Alejandro Inaratu puts out something, you know that he's going to be working with the best cinematographer in the game. And mm-hmm. you know his movies are going to be beautiful. And there's a lot put that's into it. style, yeah. It's his style. And you want that style, mm-hmm. right? Um, Martin Scorsese, like, I love his movies almost every single one. I even like Silence. Um, Tarantino, I didn't care too much for, um, what was, uh, The Hateful Eight. It was good. It was very Tarantino-esque. Yeah. But I thought it was a little self-indulgent. 
But it's still, Tarantino's coming out with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, my most anticipated movie of the year. And guess what the other one is? The Irishman by Scorsese. I got my two favorite directors yeah. putting out movies this year. I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Endgame aside, because Endgame is just more like, I want to see the finale of this movie, of this TV show kind this of This journey. This journey. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> and lastly, the... Uh, the uh, what's it called of Amazon is getting right effed. The Amazon CEO Bezel, so that's yeah, what's his first name. Bezel, yeah, right. Man, he is about to get his one hundred and thirty-seven billion dollar asseted ass split the fuck on. Holy shit! And it's apparently like the biggest um, settlement in history, like marriage settlement. Probably. There was no prenup. Now I'm not talking about 170 billion, 137 billion dollars, but assets like he's his worth. Oh, yeah. That's fucked up. That's crazy. She's set up for life, no matter what. She is set up for life. You know the thing is, too, was that the end game all along? Maybe. Probably. No, I'm just joking. Maybe. Who knows? But how long have they yeah. been together? Is this My, new? Is this yeah, like? Is well, this? And, has she been with him since the beginning well, when he was working on a freaking garage? Possibly because for I him, like it's a, I don't know his history, but that yeah. is just bonkers. I still think he'll be okay. Well, because be it's fine. Amazon. He'll, he'll bounce back. It just, he won't. It's not like Amazon's she, going anywhere. I wonder if she's going to have control. I think she's, he's just going to settle with money. Yeah. She has nothing to do with the company and anything yeah. like that. And I'm pretty sure she's probably fine with that. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Unless she's vindictive and, and, and she'll depends. want everything. And it depends I want on what I want a controlling uh, interest in your company. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. That's, it's a dangerous it game. get man. ugly for sure. And it depends how much involvement she's had in it. Like he might be the CEO, sure. But yeah. maybe she wasn't just like, I don't know her history. Yeah. I have no, I have no uh, idea. There is a very good chance that she could have been like the ideas person. Maybe she was, she was very heavily involved in a lot of the stuff that was implemented. Hey, you should call it Amazon. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wolf dot com. Yeah, wolf dot com. <laughs> I said, Ryan, I was chasing you like a little dog. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Wolf dot com. Um, but yeah, that's it. What else we got? I think we're only nineteen seven, nineteen seventeen, uh, seventeen minutes over our maybe. thing. What else do I have? Amazon. Oh, Disney's making a Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie. She it's fits weird. the bill, but I it's was thinking odd. about this. Like, I was thinking about this in my car ride home, like car ride to school this morning. I'm like, you know what? As weird as it sounds, I'm really interested to see the trailer for this movie. I wonder yeah. if they do like a small soldiers thing hmm. where like they come. Also, to life. they were asking the radio, like, who do you think ten would be? Oh, uh, they said oh. Zac Efron, Chris Pine, Chris Pine. Zac Efron. I think Pine fits the bill a little bit better. I just, don't think I just don't, with like the the face more than anything him. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep I don't going, know. Sorry, I know that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know who would be good? Well, Ke- Henry Cavill would be perfect. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but he's a bit too old. They said like they were because yeah. they were talking then about the Hemsworth other, too. The other person that I would put is um, who was the guy in Magic Mike? He was also in. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. <sighs> Channing Tatum. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, White collar. This guy is like Henry Cavill's doppelganger. This guy here, Neil Caffrey. Oh, wait, that's the character in it. Oh. Um, what's his name? Come on, come on, come on. Matt Bomber. Oh, okay. Matt Bomber, I think, would be an excellent Ken. That's my like. Look at him. That could work. Yeah. He he's got the jawline. He's got mm. the hair. He's got the smile. Like he's got the man. Matt Bomber, man, he'd be fantastic. I don't see why not. And of course, we're gonna wait, obviously, for everybody to on Twitter to uh, start chastising Disney and Mattel and Margot Robbie for playing Barbie because apparently it objectifies uh, women. Naturally. Uh, so that's going to happen. And uh, obviously so no one's going to talk about Ken. No one's going to talk about Margot Robbie. Yeah. Um, 
And that's it. What else did I have? Oh, Venom 2 is happening. Aside from that person that's calling us fanboys. I, I, that's fine. I, I enjoyed the first one. I didn't think it was great, but I don't know. I, I didn't like it. I had listen, fun. To the, his point, okay? If I could talk to him, which I'm not going to talk to him, yeah, unless he's listening. I didn't like Batman versus Superman. I still wanted to see Justice League. I do, too. 100%. I didn't like Justice League. I was rooting for Aquaman, and I'm so happy it's doing well, too. Like, I've been rooting for it. I for saw it the other day. Uh, did you? I did see it. Did you like it? It's fantastic. Nice. What? He loved Aquaman. He Aquaman. He liked I thought Aquaman. it was awesome. It's definitely uh, uh, even partly better than Wonder Woman, for sure. Really? I would think so. Oh, man. That's a Because I like they, they fall into, like, the mythology and, like, the, um, you know, the history behind it all. So it's, it's pretty him. cool. It, it has a problem with uh, pace. It yeah. kind of, I'll tell you. I thought the origin was really cool because I never knew his origin. It was, I, I think it, like, it's nice how they touched into it a little bit more for sure. But it's the pace thing towards the end, touch. it just like kind of fast tracked a few things. It probably could have taken that an extra 20 minutes for certain things. But other than that, I thought it was great. Jason Momoa is fantastic. Like, to me, like, for whenever you heard Aquaman, people make fun of Aquaman. Family Guy for makes sure. fun of Aquaman. Even on Big Bang Theory, they always like, oh, I don't want to be Aquaman. For sure. Now you look at Momoa, you're like, yeah, Aquaman. Yeah, awesome. Guy's amazing. Like, yeah. He fits the bill. He makes him the most badass character now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it definitely changes your perception of who Aquaman really is. Yeah. And how I've seen it. I've never read comics. I've never delved into it. Only from, let's say, fam- Family Guy, they always make fun of him. Mm-hmm. And same with Big Bang. And I'm like, okay, this is a totally different thing. And he was great in Justice League, for mm-hmm. sure. But you see him in a different different element now. I felt they made him, like, really weak in Justice League. I was hoping he was going to be, like, honestly, the Honestly, he does turn out. He is, his power level as what they show in his solo is amazing. No, I, I, bet, I bet it is. But, like, just I know like, what you're I saying. I wish in they... Justice League it was, like, he can hold his own. Wonder Woman was the only person that could hold her own out of the entire Justice League. Everybody uh, else was a huge wuss. No, I think Step wasn't Step like Aquaman and Wonder Woman fighting off Steppenwolf while right, everyone else was doing. What was happening thing. is Aquaman would fly in and Steppenwolf would like just slap him. Like he kept getting yeah, smacked across true. the way. While Wonder Woman came in and went toe to toe. For you to say that is it's it may be better than Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, I, I don't so. know, man. I <laughs> you don't trust my opinion. That's why. <laughs> no, it's not that. It, it's not that. It's just I don't know. Like there's something Wonder Wonder Woman got me super emotional. Like it got me like it got me to my core. So I have to watch it and see. Watch Aquaman I yourself. Seen it, so I mean, you'll I could, see. I could end up walking out. And be I like, was borderline oh, thinking on par, but then I like elements of Aquaman a lot more than Wonder Woman. I saw a meme of William Dafoe, like a photo of him, and then yeah. it showed Harry from Spider Man saying, oh, yeah. "I know that face." Yeah. yeah. I'm something. I, I love the meme where it's I'm something like, of a I'm scientist myself. myself. Oh yeah, every single they time I see it, it's one so like, good. I watch Rick and Morty. Well, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> that's so good. Uh, all right, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's all. Um, this is a very like roasty episode. Very. Well, yeah. Well, not roasty. Salty. Well, even salty. Not triggered. Should I Sal- call it salty or triggered? I think salty because even the comments were salty. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Or the speech. I'm getting my shit off. No, I'm gonna call it salty, um, or just salty G. No, maybe that just sounds salty. really sexual. Yeah, it is overtly yeah. sexual. Speaking of overtly sexual, I hope you guys are all enjoying Brooklyn Nine Nine's uh, premiere tonight. You better be watching it on the show and Nine Nine again. Yeah, that's true. Uh, make sure you're following Entertain Facts on Instagram. Netflix. Make sure you're watching the or following the F word on Instagram. Um, like a day, it's a very simple page weeks, there. Nothing too crazy. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the F words G and um, Twitch. You, you doing that anymore? Instagram? 
I just did. Yeah, you were talking over it. Um, the other a thousand one is, apologies. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, for everybody listening all over the place, uh, I didn't, you know, announce you, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out a better, a more streamlined intro. So everybody listening from all the places with all the faces, uh, and out of all the thousands of podcasts out there, thank you so much for joining ours. We appreciate you, and uh, that's it. I'm G. It's been your boy, Big Facts, Basili, and we're out. Thank you.